The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Well, hey there. It's uh, Wednesday. It's hump day on this, the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News. Hope you're having a a great day so far. A little chilly start to the morning. The wind a little brisk, but hey, no problem. Things warming up through the weekend. Uh, Wanted to remind you of the RCA um, Christmas concert uh, this Friday at the Windspear Centre. It's the Royal Canadian Artillery Band's uh, Christmas concert. It's a phenomenal night at the Windspear. Free admission, just a donation, uh, whatever you can afford, and that money is going to the Edmonton Garrison MFRC. So if you're interested in that, starts at 7.30. It's a beautiful, beautiful evening. We always have such a wonderful time at it. The kids are welcome. Kids all get up on stage at one point. It's a really, really nice night. Uh, on the show today, well, Andrew isn't here. Andrew is uh, still on holidays. He'll be back on Monday. Um, he'll be back on Monday. So today on the show, Kelly Keene. We're going to uh, check in with our favorite financial educator, uh, speaker, media personality, consumer advocate, author, as we head into Christmas and holiday spending. Boy, oh boy, she has a long list of tips for you um, to uh, get you through them uh, uh, you, know, s- you know, safely and not going into too much debt. So we'll talk to Kelly Keene just after 3 o'clock. We'll also take a look at the uh, funeral of George H. Uh, w. Bush. Uh, the president uh, was held earlier today. We um, have some, some clips from that. Uh, very emotional and uh, funny speech from his son today as well. Uh, former Prime Minister Brian Mulroney spoke, so we'll We'll take a peek at that. Plus, another set of Corey Hart tickets to give away. But right now, want to get to this, ladies and gentlemen. Some interesting numbers have been released from the Fraser Institute. And if you've been waiting for any type of medical treatment, they're likely not going to surprise you. Albertans in need of various medical tests and procedures this year spent about 26.1 weeks. That's six and a half months waiting for them. Joining us now is Bacchus Bacchus Bauer. I'm sorry, how do you say your last name, sir? That's Bacchus Barua. Thank you so much for having me on the show. There you go. The Associate Director of the Fraser Institute Center for Health Policy Studies. Thank you so much for taking the time this afternoon. You know what? Looking at this, uh, Bacchus, the number is down slightly from last year, the length of time. Uh, what's that tell you? Well, you know, when we look, we've been doing this uh, project now for, for over 20 years. Um, I, you know, the first time we did a, we did a measurement of, uh, of wait times nationally was in 1993. And year-to-year comparisons can be quite deceiving because you only see things move, um, as, as we've seen over here, from 26.5 weeks, which was the historical high, uh, to 26.1 weeks. And you know, while we can take some consolation in that, if we actually compare this wait time in 2018 to the wait time that we saw in Alberta in, in 1993, there's a dramatic deterioration in wait times. In 1993, the wait time 
time that we measured was just 10.5 weeks. Wow. Um, so I, I think when we're looking at wait times, uh, a, a, a historical long-term perspective is really important to see uh, just how far we've come or, or you know, in, in the wrong direction, I would say. Well, and I think uh, most people listening right now would agree with you because, yeah, it is frustrating trying to get in to see a specialist, anything, anything like that, and the time between um, getting that appointment and getting some treatment. It's, it's difficult and it's frustrating. Can you give us an idea how Alberta is comparing uh, to our neighbours, B.C. and Saskatchewan? Is there a dramatic difference there? Well, Alberta's sort of in the middle of the pack when it comes to uh, national wait times. So um, when we're ranking them up, we're, you know, Alberta's ranking at about five or six. Uh, but, the, but the wait time is actually much longer than the Canadian average. The Canadian yeah. average is about 19.8 weeks and Alberta is 26.1 weeks. Uh, British Columbia, comparisons with British Columbia are quite interesting because last year, uh, the wait time was very similar in British Columbia. It was 26.6 weeks. This time it's come down to 23.2. Oh. Um, so they've, they've made some improvements. Um, but, but again, you know, that's from their historical high. The most interesting comparison, however, I'd say is, from, is compared to Saskatchewan. Um, in about 2008 or 2009, Saskatchewan had some of the longest wait times across Canada at about 28.8 weeks. Uh, this year it actually has the shortest wait time in Canada at 15.4 weeks. Well, what, are they, um, what are they doing there that we're not doing here? You know, I think the simple answer is they're they're looking at actually um, tackling policy instead of simply spending money on the problem. Um, they are, of course, you know, spending money on on, on things, but Alberta is, is is actually one of the highest spenders per capita. Um, but there is something that they did very very interesting around uh, 2010, between 2010 and 2014. It was called the Saskatchewan Surgical Initiative, and it had a myriad of different policies um, which had to do with efficiencies. But there were two things that, it, for me as a researcher, really stuck out. Um, the first one is they started a pooled patient referral system. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm sure a lot of patients will know that when you go to your family doctor, you need to get a referral in order, in order to see a specialist. Um, and what they did is they started a centralized registry where um, once you get that referral, you're actually matched up with um, the physician who has the shortest wait time, um, probably, you know, close to your geographic proximity. Oh. Um, but you still have the option to wait longer for, for the specialist um, that you or your or your physician would, uh, would recommend. So that was one of the things that, that they did. Uh, and I think there are a lot of problems that, that could really look at that. Um, the other thing that they did, which, which I think was really out of the box, is that they started um, partnering up with third-party private clinics. Um, mm. And what that did is it managed to increase capacity immediately, um, very vastly. Uh, the clinics were required to offer the procedures at the same or lower cost than the public system. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were offering more procedures, so that did drive up overall cost, but they were doing it at the same or lower cost per procedure. Um, and those two policies in combination with, with everything else they were doing, um, I think were primarily primarily, primarily responsible uh, for their wait times coming down from a high of, uh, of 29 weeks uh, to, to 15.4 weeks this year. I really like that idea of the uh, the pooled patient referral and that centralized registry because, yeah, I mean, if, if I can get in to see a specialist that um, is a specialist in what I need to see him or her for, it doesn't necessarily have to be the one that my doctor wants me to go to. I really like that idea. I think that's a, I think that was a smart move. Um, when we're looking at the longest wait times here in Alberta, um, I can probably guess it has something to do with bones, orthopedic uh, type work. Yeah, you know, the Canada system... We, we see the wait times the way that, that we would expect in terms of we see much shorter wait times for things like medical and radiation oncology, um, which are about 4.8 and 
5.5 weeks in Alberta and, and much, much longer wait times for things like um, ophthalmology for eyes, otolaryngology for ENT and, and orthopedic surgery. Um, but, but the degree of variation is, 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 is very, very short because the wait time for orthopedic surgery, um, which you alluded to, is 55.3 weeks in Alberta. Ooh. So on average, patients are waiting over a year uh, in order to get their treatment. And unfortunately, we, we've come to the situation where unless you have a life-threatening condition or, or in crisis mode where you do get treated, everybody else seems to be expected to wait inordinately long mm-hmm. in order to receive treatment. Um, and we need to remember that these are patients who, you know, while it may not kill them immediately, they may be in significant pain while they're waiting for their hip to be replaced. They might not be able to do their jobs properly. Um, there are real patients behind each one of these numbers. Well, and, you know, knowing that number at 55 weeks, for example, to see uh, an orthopedic surgeon uh, kind of puts a little bug in the back of your head that, yeah, if that hip is really starting to bother you now or that knee is really starting to bother you now, now might be the time to start making the plans to get to the doctor to start the process instead of saying, oh, I can wait, I've got time, that sort of stuff, because you you do have at least another year ahead of you. So that, you know, the, some of these numbers I, I, I really, you know, I'm disappointed in, but I like knowing because for me, with someone with a bad knee who is looking at the possibility of some more major surgery, um, I keep putting it off, but instead now I'm thinking to myself, you know, I need to get to the doctor and get it looked at sooner rather than later. Absolutely. You know, there, there, there are many cases in which also if, if patients are waiting long enough, you might have something that, you know, is, is very treatable actually convert into something that could be a potentially debilitating disease mm-hmm. um, or, or incapacity. Uh, one of the other factors that, that, you know, may actually compound the waiting list are wait times for things like diagnostic uh, imaging. So, mm-hmm. for example, in Alberta, the average wait time for a CT scan is about six weeks and for an MRI is about 16 weeks. And, and these are all things that play into um, that entire wait time story. But of course, while you know, perhaps one of the things that um, that people can do is, is think about these things um, a little bit earlier. That, that's really not the answer. The answer is how do we get wait times down in the province? <laughs> yeah, true. And, you know, when you look at, uh, go back to what uh, Saskatchewan has done, um, I'm, I'm quite impressed uh, what they've done there. Um, at any given time, how many people across Canada are waiting for some sort of treatment? Well, our estimate last year was that it was a, it was approximately one million people who were waiting for treatment at some point. Uh, at some point of time uh, in, in 2017. Wow. Wow. Now, compared to other countries with universal health care, uh, like Sweden and Netherlands and uh, Austri- Austria, how do, how do we rank against them? Unfortunately, very, very poorly. Um, well, well, this particular study doesn't do that. Um, this particular study is focused purely on mm-hmm. Canadians and, 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 and getting that, um, getting those uh, those numbers. Whenever we see other other um, data from, for example, the Commonwealth Fund, uh, and we're looking at the wait time for patients waiting, you know, more than four weeks for specialists or wait times for patients waiting for elective treatment, um, we're usually at the bottom of the pack. And and this is compared to countries which have universal health care, which are spending about the same as we do. Um, so they're countries like Switzerland, Sweden, the Netherlands, Germany, Australia, France. They all have much, much shorter wait times, but they also do universal health care very differently than Canada mm-hmm. does. Okay. How so? Can you explain? In general, there are three things that they, that they have a different perspective on. Um, the first is their attitudes towards the private sector. Um, yeah. Rather than see it as something that's the enemy, um, they actually partner up with the private sector to actually deliver publicly funded services. Um, they look towards the private sector to actually be a pressure valve when the public system can't cope. Um, they also expect patients to share in the cost of treatment. Now, mm. this, you know, is 
they always have limits and caps, so that is never a financial burden. But it helps people understand that these are scarce resources that need to be used responsibly um, and helps incentivize the process so that the people with the, with the greatest conditions and the greatest need are actually getting treatment, uh, all within making sure that it's never uh, a financial burden. And the third thing they do differently, uh, and this, this will be a little bit technical, is that they, they fund their hospitals according to activity. In, in Canada in general, because of, you know, we have a single-payer system, hospitals are also generally funded according to what are called prospective global budgets. Now, what that does is it makes hospitals essentially look at patients like a cost eating, to, eating into their budget. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you fund a hospital based on activity, the hospital is actually incentivized to treat more patients. Now, mm-hmm. of course, that can come with its own problems, but mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those attitude attitudinal shifts where it's not one of these things which, that will fix wait times, but we, we need to recognize that it's a combination of these things that other countries with shorter wait times with universal health care spending about the same as we do, do differently than Canada. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. What are what are your doc what are doctors and policymakers saying about this? When you when you talk to them about uh, the system, about the wait times, what are they telling you? You know, the conversation has changed dramatically over the last 25, 28 years. Um, I remember earlier on when you used to do the study, people would, would try and question the methodology and mm. they would say that, you know, wait times don't exist or you've got the numbers wrong. I, I think we're coming to a point where, um, you know, people understand that we have incredibly long wait times in Canada. And, and I think people who are really, um, who really care about Canadian patients uh, will use these numbers to actually identify where we're doing well, where we're not doing well, where we can make improvements. Um, we have physicians who responded to the survey who are telling us that patients on average are waiting about three weeks longer just for that second half of the wait between specialists to treatment uh, than what they consider to be medically reasonable. Um, so I think for a lot of a lot of patients and a lot of physicians, this will actually um, corroborate what, what their experiences are. Um, but, you know, before we get to policy, before we get to solutions, uh, we have to measure how we're actually doing, and that's what we do in this study. All right. Well, I want to thank you for sharing the results of this study. I really appreciate you taking the time this afternoon. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you so much. That is Bacchus Barua from the uh, Fraser Institute Center for Health Policy Studies. So, Chadville, you just heard it. What is going through your mind right now? I'd love to hear your stories of um, of your wait times, of your your experiences in the healthcare system. You can get a hold of me right now at 630-630. You can give me a call at 496-0063. Are you waiting? Are you waiting for treatment? Have you been waiting 55 months to see an... Or 50 Five weeks to see an orthopedic surgeon. Are you waiting uh, 26 uh, weeks to get uh, to get in to see uh, some sort of specialist that you need? Are you waiting uh, five five weeks to get into oncology? Although they say that's kind of average. Do you like the idea of what they did in Saskatchewan? I do. I like this idea of this pooled patient referral thing, this centralized registry. So you're not necessarily, um, you know, uh, just having to go to the doctor that uh, you're doctor referred you to because sometimes those waits can be incredibly long. Let me know please at 4960063. Let's have a conversation about uh, wait times in the province of Alberta. 6306349600063. All 
Alrighty, we're talking about wait times, medical wait times in Canada, specifically in the province of Alberta. A new study done by the Fraser Institute shows that uh, Albertans, that you, if you're in need of, you know, different procedure tests, spent about 26.1 weeks waiting for them. Uh, that's six and a half months, uh, just over six and a half uh, months of time. And that number is down slightly, which saw um, at about 26.5 last year. Now, the longest wait time is for people needing orthopedic treatment. So think about that. Maybe a knee replacement, maybe a hip replacement, an average of 55.3 weeks, more than a year on the list. And um, the referral from a family doctor to visit with a specialist. Uh, patients across the country waited about 8.7 weeks, which is down from 10.2. Um, and Canadians, on a whole, will wait an average of another 11 weeks from the time you... Um, uh, from the time you visit the uh, specialist to the time you get the treatment, 11 weeks, and that, w- that was an increase as well. So about a million of us right now waiting for some sort of treatment, and I wanted you to know about your experience with the healthcare system and your wait. Sirius Gord at Red Deer's on the phone. Hey, Gord. How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? So here, uh, let me ask you a question, Jalen. Sure. If you were the government of Alberta and you needed to buy, let's say, 1,000 laptop computers, would you insist that they all be made, designed, and put assembled in Alberta? Or would you say buy them from the lowest uh, high quality provider like Apple from China? Well, I think right? yeah, I think there's there's so a, there, there's a why? there's a want for it to be made all in Alberta, but there's a need for it to be elsewhere. So why not have the orthopedic surgeries done in India for a tenth of the cost? Mm. Probably by the guy who taught the orthopedic surgeon. <laughs> Is doing the work here. Well, you know why? There's there's a lot of medical travel going on right now. I have a friend of mine that books it down into Mexico. Things like gastric bypass, all of that sort of stuff, half the price and just as good service. So why aren't we doing that? That's a quick. It's a lot cheaper to do it that way. Why aren't we shipping them in here? These are fully accredited institutions. Some of them do hundreds of knee replacements a day mm. and hip replacements. Um, whereas you know you might see what surgeon here do maybe ten a week. Yeah. So. You know, we have to get over this idea that somehow we'll, we'll, we'll consume every other service except health care from anywhere in the world, but we won't do health care. We have to get off of that conceit, if you will. And so, then the, the, the lineups end and we save money. So I don't Gord, see how we lose on this. So, Gord, I see that you waited, what, to almost a year for, for, months, ca- for a CAT scan? for a lousy CT scan. Wow. That, that took, uh, took five minutes in and out yeah and it was because it's not elective i mean you say the average hip replacement's 55 weeks that's that doesn't take into account the guy who needs a knee replacement because he's 42 and he blew out his knee yeah. and he should get something done he could be a couple three years oh I, exactly and you know what gord i had this conversation with uh, someone yesterday who was only like in her early 50s when she had her knee replacement done when we had grant fedork on here from leading edge physio last week he was telling me most of the time it's into your 60s before you can get a knee replacement in this province and meanwhile you've you're, in, not, you're not golfing, you're playing no. hockey, so you put on 20 pounds. No, exactly, um, causing more grief on the knee. You're taking painkillers. Blood, blood pressure's up, and yeah. you're getting a cardiac issue, yeah, and absolutely. on and on it goes. The costs are, are huge. Why yeah. aren't we going somewhere where they have the supply and can do it for less for the same quality? Great point, Gord. Great to Thanks, hear from buddy. you. Thank you so much. Uh, Craig out of Leduc, hey, you waited 16 months for some surgery? Well, I waited from October of 2016. Yeah. 
to February of 2018 to get an appointment with an orthopedic surgeon. To get an appointment? To get an appointment. Oh, my gosh. And the referral was from another orthopedic surgeon. Why couldn't you go to that orthopedic well, surgeon? He, he is the fellow that did my hip replacement. <sighs> I now need ankle surgery. So it's a, he doesn't do that. He doesn't do ankles. Huh? <laughs> so his referral took from October of 16 uh, to February of 17. You've been playing the waiting game now for years. Yes. And now I see the surgeon in February of this year. My surgery will not happen before... April of 2019. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that something else? <gasps> Frustrating. And so you're living in this pain. Yes. Is, is the ankle issues caused by the, the hip replacement? Because no, sometimes no. that happens. Okay. No, the ankle issue is from uh, an old sports injury that has come back to haunt me. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I hear you on that one, Craig. That's wow. from that. That is. But that's my experience with the wait time. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you for sharing. And uh, gosh... Uh, good luck on the next on the next round. That's just unbelievable. That's uh, just way too long. Okay, we're coming up to 229. Need to take a break for the news. David and Onaway, I want to hear what you have to say. Maurice, uh, here in Edmonton, I know that you had to pay out of pocket for an MRI, an, uh, an MRI. And there's a lot of people saying, hey, you know what? I'll do it. I'll pay for it. I have no problem pay, paying for it. Uh, keep them coming at 6.30, 6.30, or give me a call at 4960063. Want to know your experience as far as wait times to get in to see a specialist here in Edmonton, here in Alberta. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.